Hello everyone, thanks so much for joining us and welcome to the very first Yamaha live show. My name is Scott Newby and I'm with our Marketing Communications Motorsports team based out of our headquarters in Marietta, Georgia. Today we're coming to you live from one of our buildings near our headquarters, but I can't tell you exactly where because there's super secret stuff in here since it's where our testing team resides. Now before we get into it, I'd like to download with y'all on what we're looking to do with this broadcast and show. So, moving on, trying to move on here. All right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Of course, we have technical failures here, so we'll just drop that. What we're looking to do here is just provide you guys more information on our vehicles. We want to give you behind the scenes look. We want you to connect with, or we want to connect with you direct and just be able to show you how we ensure that our vehicles are proven off-road and that way you can go out, you can enjoy the ride that you're focused on doing because we don't want you to have to worry about, you know, getting back when you're out there on a Yamaha. We want you to have the perfect vehicle because we know that you're spending your hard-earned money with us. So. With that, we're just going to consider this episode one. We're calling it Wolverine Wednesday because we're highlighting our all-new Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup. That includes our R-Max 2 1000 in the XTR edition, our R-Max 4 1000 in the LE edition, and the person here that I want to introduce you all to that's going to be able to do that for us is Mr. Patrick Piolsi, who is our RV testing manager. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. I just want to say that I am really excited to be here and it, I am very proud to be part of a much bigger team. We've got our design and testing teams at YMC in Japan and design and testing teams at YMMC or Yamaha Motor Manufacturing Corporation in Nuna, Georgia. I'm excited to work with those guys and it's a great team to be a part of. So really pumped to talk about the new uh, Wolverine R-Maxes and we might as well start with the engine. The 1000 class 999cc parallel twin produces class leading horsepower now during development, one of the things we really focus on, of course, is making it responsive, but also making it really smooth and tractable. One thing that's really important when it comes to this class of machines is giving you a lot of confidence to climb the steepest hills, to follow your buddies, or especially if you're in the four-seater, you've got passengers, maybe your whole family's in the vehicle, you wanna have a lot of confidence getting up and down those hills. And the 1000cc class engine that we, with the class leading horsepower, was a key component in doing that. One of the things we added that's really unique in the market is the new D-Mode system or Drive Mode system. What gives us the capability to do that is YCCT, Yamaha Chip Controlled Throttle. So there's an electronic throttle control that's controlling the throttle bodies. It's connected to your right foot and the throttle pedal, and it gives you three different modes to choose from. Trail, which is the standard mode, it's available on the, that's what comes in the base models. With the XTR and the LE, you get two other modes to choose from. You can also upgrade your base model with an accessory switch as well. But the three different modes are sport, trail, and crawl. Trail, we're really looking to give you that one-to-one -one feeling. So that one-to-one -one feeling or a really linear response, what you give with your, what you ask for with your throttle pedal, with your foot, is you get that very linear feel from the throttle bodies. So it works in any transmission range, high, low, reverse. It's really only related to the engine response to the throttle body. In crawl, we looked for a really smooth, really tractable feel. Um, I actually use crawl, even on some of the low speed trails that aren't necessarily crawling trails, it smooths everything out so much. It makes it easy to communicate with your passengers. It actually reduces the pitching from the chassis when you're on the gas or off the gas. It's so smooth and tractable, it really makes everything really comfortable in the cab from the engine. 
and then Sport is ultra responsive. We really wanted you to get that maximum amount of power, that feel you get, but it's really, you get full power in all three modes, but it's super responsive. So and that's a great thing too with D-Mode having all three powers. So we just, uh, all right, with full engine powers, so and we just got back from a little media tour out east, even going far out west, and it was great case in point in Sand Hollow, Utah, because you could be in crawl mode, go up that real technical rocky section, there might be a sand wash after that, and you don't have to worry about switching over to trail or even to sport. You still have the full engine power with you. You can still romp on the gas, go through that sand wash, you get right to the next rock section, and you still have that great smooth throttle response out of the crawl mode. Yeah, that was a great opportunity. Because of those steep hills they have, the smooth, tractable power we're looking for in the rocks, and like you said, you might jump right into some sand right after those rock sections. You just leave it in crawl. But if you do want to switch, the great thing about D-Mode is, once you flip the switch, as soon as you let off the throttle, even for a millisecond, it changes modes for you. So you can see it indicated on the meter, you can see it indicated on the Adventure Pro if you choose it to be that way. And of course you can feel it and see it act. We have a new switch that really has a great tactile feel. You can tell what mode you're in very in a lot of different ways, whether you see it or feel it. Definitely. You wanna show what it's like in yeah, the Yeah, let's do it. So jumping right on in, we have the Wolverine RMAX 4 LE, as I mentioned here. Lighting things up, it's so great because essentially everything in here is backlit as well. All the controls, you even have your floorboards that are lit up, your little center console pocket as well. I mean, just, just kind of cool fit and finish to it. Yeah, the lighting in here is really good to show that off. Um, of course, it works great at night or in low light situations. That blue backlighting, the floor lighting really adds another level of um, enjoyment in those modes, uh, in those different situations. Here you can see the D-Mode switch. We got it in trail, sport, crawl. You can see it indicated right here on the meter. We've got a nice digital meter behind the steering wheel, so it's very visible in a lot of different situations. It moves with the tilt steering wheel. You can see it there. It's also indicated on our Adventure Pro. You have the backlit switch right here, which you can see. I've chosen it. You can customize these tiles here on the Adventure Pro. You can see I've chosen to see the D mode, see the YCCT setting right here. Trail, Sport, indicated right there. Really cool. And again, as soon as you let off the throttle, it's going to switch modes for you. It really makes a big difference. While we're here in the cab, let's talk about a lot of the, the next level things we did from the we wanted to make it really feel super comfortable and really next level when it came to fit and finish. Definitely nailed it there to say the least. <laughs> yeah, you can see uh, another unique thing in the market that we've done is what we call soft touch points. For your legs, those are probably the ones that make the biggest difference. We put a wide variety of driver and passenger sizes in these vehicles during development. And we really wanted to make, make sure that where you contact the vehicle, whether it's with your knees, your lower legs, your elbows, um, you can have a soft touch point, which really over those long day, all day rides, really make a big difference when it comes to reducing fatigue, increasing comfort, and making it a more enjoyable day. Yeah, you can definitely tell just getting in the cabin, it's all about comfort, whether it's the cut and sausage seats, the soft, uh, soft touch points here, even the handhold as well. I mean, it's just great for, uh, for driver and passenger. Yeah, while we're here, I'd love to talk about our steering wheel. We really feel like, I feel like we have the best steering wheel in the market. It's a, it's a great shape for thumbs up driving. It also, of course, is tilt adjustable, but feels really solid, especially in that rough Western terrain. You get some, uh, some whoops out there, 
some really big bumps at higher speeds. Some of the other vehicles in the market, you can really feel the steering wheel flex up and down when you're in that terrain. This thing's super solid. We have a, a even softer rubber overmolding. Um, this came from our YXZ. This shape came from a YXZ 1000, but for the new R-Max, we've added a softer rubber overmolding. has a great tactile feel. Uh, it gives you a lot of traction. It really lets you relax your grip and still be very precise in that rougher, faster terrain. Another great thing too about this LE edition specifically, it comes with the SSV Works radio on it. You have speakers integrated into the doors and tell us about why they're in the doors compared to some other areas. Good point, Scott. We actually, it's the same six and a half inch SSV Works uh, speaker pod that we had as an accessory on our previous X4 and X2. They were mounted above your head here, which again was great from a volume perspective. But once we moved them to the doors, we found that you know, we wanted that next level integration. And uh, especially for super tall folks, you know, it would start to interfere with your roominess above your head. So by moving them in the doors, it actually increased the sound quality. The whole cab kind of treats it, uh, kind of feels like a drum. And even though it's the same speaker, it sounds better when it's in the door. And if you don't have an LE model that comes with the speakers in the doors already, you notice the integration point there. Um, again, you won't make contact with your leg uh, or your knee with the speaker. It integrates really well with that soft touch point. On the base models in the XDR, there's a nice knockout there. It's very easy to pop it out and plug your new speaker in if you do want to upgrade. Uh, but that was a really good improvement we made by using the same speaker, but changing its location improved the performance of the stereo. Well, that's a great point that you made too, is that if you have the XTR, the standard edition, and it is just a pop-out panel, you're not sitting there cutting plastic or anything. And that's another great thing about all the accessory option switches that you have here as well. You just pop it out, you're not cutting everything, fitting and molding. So what can you kind of tell us about that? We've got 11 knockouts for rocker switches here. And like you just pointed out, these are actually the same as our floor drain. And it's actually pretty difficult to cut a nice, perfect rectangular hole. So by putting this many in there, we know you guys are going to think of different ways, uh, different accessories. We, of course, have a whole bunch that you can get from us. But of course, whatever you need to do, these are really easy to pop in and out. It makes it uh, really convenient when you're accessorizing your vehicle. Here's your winch switch, your winch rocker switch, which comes standard on the XDR and the LE models. One other thing I'll point out right here is the IQS rocker switch or the Fox IQS system. Uh, we'll get into that in a few minutes over there. But you'll notice the rocker switch right here. I've added it to Adventure Pro where I can indicate we've got medium, firm, comfort, almost instantaneously. It's gonna switch modes and you can see it indicated right there. But of course you can see it right on the switch as well. It's nice back, nice, nicely backlit and you can really see what mode you're in. Perfect. Now, another thing too, so with the winch. You want to go ahead and come out of here and talk about the winch and uh, the whole front end now? Let's do it. Perfect. So you have the in-cabin switch already pre-installed from the factory that comes in the XTR edition and the LEs, correct? Correct. Okay, so what winch do they come with? They come with a worn VRX 4,500 pound winch integrated from the factory or included from the factory. Uh, it's incredibly durable. They work really well in a wide variety of situations. When we compared them to a 3,000 pound winch, for example, which we had previously on some of our other models, they really make a big difference when it comes to the speed of winching. And of course, they don't get bogged down nearly as easily. For this size vehicle, it's just the right size. It's what our product planning group told us people were really looking for. 
and integrating into the vehicle this way, which we've never had this level of integration, makes a big difference. You might notice right here, uh, this gap right here. And what's really important with a winch, when you're uh, reeling that steel rope back in, is making sure it's not binding up and it's coming in nice and smoothly and not binding up on your drum. So by having this gap here, compared to some of the other vehicles in the market where it might be more deep in the vehicle and it might help from an approach angle standpoint, you can't see what you're doing and it can bind up and cause some problems for your winch. So having this gap here was really important to make sure you can see the winch winding in uh, when you're trying to monitor it in those tough situations. Another cool thing about the front end are the tie down points we have here. And those come on standard, the XCR edition, and the LEs. That's right, those tie down points tie down points are unique. You know, we have a two inch receiver hitch, uh, which makes it really convenient when you're trying to uh, tie your vehicle down on a trailer, one of those situations there. But we didn't have a great spot in the front. So by adding these tie down points to the front grab bar of all the models, and they were actually evaluated, they're exceptionally strong. They're actually tested at the same level as the winch mounts. So they really are uh, exceptionally strong. You can fit a standard tie down hook through that front uh, grab bar hook but it also will fit a 7 D-ring shackle. So again, if you wanna make it even more convenient to put any size hook through there when you're tying your vehicle down, you might use a different style of tie down. You can put that D-ring shackle in there. It fits right in. Cool, perfect. While we're over here, how about we talk about some tires? Really excited about the tires. We've never had 30-inch tires standard on a vehicle before. We also have these Maxxis Carnivore tires. They are an off-the-shelf tire. We built the vehicle um, focused on the steering character, making sure it's really precise, really comfortable, really does what the driver expects from the steering wheel. These Maxxis Carnivores match what we were looking for in a lot of ways, and especially providing a wide variety of traction in a wide variety of situations. It really is a great intermediate tire, works good from soft to hard terrain, and provides a great level of comfort. We also went with a 14-inch wheel size, and we went with that 14-inch wheel size to maximize our comfort and our sidewall durability. 15-inch wheels are popular, and some people really look for those, but we found a 30-inch tire with a 14-inch wheel gives us the best balance of sidewall comfort and sidewall durability. There's a lot more room before you pinch that tire between a rock and, an, uh, and the wheel. It gives you the maximum amount of sidewall durability. It's also 8-ply rated, which again, gives people a lot of confidence going into those tough rocky situations, tree roots, things like that. It's gonna have a lot of great sidewall bottoming feel. One other key thing about this tire setup is it's truly square. So one thing about a square tire setup is it's super convenient. Um, you carry one spare, they're not directional. You don't, whether it's back at the truck or back at, back at the house, you have one spare, covers all four uh, corners of the vehicle and you don't have to worry about left, right, front, rear. Uh, the square setup's really convenient. Yeah, and I think that's another kind of something you're gonna hear us saying ongoing comfort, durability, reliability, I and mean, that's pretty much any key thing that we're going to be talking about here on these RMAX vehicles. Before I forget too, as you guys know, we will have a live Q&A here at the end. Um, so hopefully we answer a bunch of your questions, but we're just going to go ahead, keep on digging into it, to everything on these models, and perhaps we dig into the Fox suspension. Great point. Fox QS3 shocks on everything except the LE. QS3, quick switch three, position one, two, and three, soft, medium, firm. Uh, 14.2 inches of front travel, 16.9 inches of rear travel on the two-seat R-Max. It's a huge advantage when it comes to being able to achieve comfort, capability, and confidence. 
Uh, we can make it exceptionally comfortable, especially in position one, that low speed rocky terrain. You really wanna insulate yourself from that negative feedback you get from the trail. Position two, again, a very good balance, pretty good comfort and very good damping feel. Again, when you're cornering or hitting bigger bumps at higher speeds, but as you do pick up the pace, kind of like what we did in Utah there, once we stepped out into that more open sandy terrain where we get to a little bit of sand whoops, get some of that chatter at higher speeds, some big G outs, you want to flip it over to position three. And again, it's very simple. You, no tools, no wrenches, no screwdrivers needed. Just flip it over and then we get that maximum amount of damping, maximum amount of bottoming resistance. Of course, spring preload's also adjustable, but the Fox QS3 setup is really uh, a nice balance between ease of use, convenience, but providing a lot of comfort as well. To which you have Fox QS3 on our standard editions, and then Fox QS3 on the XTRs, and then LEs? LEs, a step up front when it comes to convenience. Like we showed you on the inside of the cab, at that rocker switch, it's the Fox IQS system. So again, same concept, comfort, medium, and firm, all at the push of the rocker switch inside the cab. So you don't even have to get out. Uh, again, when you're transitioning from that low speed terrain, or when you're changing your mindset, getting to go a little faster in those bigger bumps, just push the rocker switch. It's super convenient. The Fox IQS system really adds that next level. And that's something too that um, we'll kind of go on the cab here and talk about because we have the D modes you can transition from, you have IQS you can transition from, as well as our extremely durable and reliable on-command four-wheel drive system. Yeah. Why don't we go talk about that? I know that's, that's definitely been one of our staples for decades now, and it's been proven reliable, proven off-road, if you will, for many, many a years now. So what can you tell us about on-command four-wheel drive? On-command four-wheel drive, again, Yamaha started this. It was really important that you got exactly what you expected from the vehicle. You know, when you got, you want to have the lightest steering effort possible and maybe slide the rear around a little bit, two-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive limited slip, it's one of my favorite modes to drive in. It's very precise, provides a really predictable level of traction coming from the front. Uh, I do. It's going to do exactly what I expected to do when I expected to do it, whether I'm on a fast fire road or on a tight woods trail. But when you get in that truly technical situation, whether it's rocky or muddy, you want to really lock, you want to truly lock the front differential. So you flip the switch here, you can hear that servo motor fully locking the front diff together. You can see the lights blinking there. It's, it's trying to lock it together at this moment. If we, the engine was running and we moved a little bit, once it goes solid red, the front is fully locked. And there's a lot of benefits to that. It's gonna be very precise and do exactly what you expect it to do. Some of the other vehicles on the market, they're gonna wait for wheel spin, whether it's rear to front or left to right. Uh, when, but you're not gonna be as precise. It's not gonna give you the exact amount of traction when you expect it to do, like the on-command system. Another key benefit for that is downhill. Downhill ah, engine yes. braking. Uh, when you're going downhill and you have the front fully locked, um, you're gonna get the maximum amount of engine braking to all four tires. And that's really important because when you're going downhill, uh, some of the other systems are gonna rely on the rear tires spinning faster than the front. And if you're off the gas going down a steep hill, especially a steep slippery hill, that's just not gonna be the case. You're gonna want all four tires helping to slow you down, especially both fronts, because there's gonna be a lot of traction on the front, there's gonna be very little traction in the rear. So it's gonna be very, any amount of uh, slipperiness, any amount of mud or deep sand, it's gonna to start to lock up the rear in some of those other situations, uh, some of those other vehicles. If they don't have all four tires helping to slow you down, 
it's really a big benefit there. And with our system too, I mean, it's all things that you decide so that you know what it's going to do, you know how it's going to act, and it's going to be consistent when you're riding the vehicle, whether you're in D mode trail or you're in four-wheel drive limited slip or you have it set on medium suspension, whatever it is, you decided what it's going to do and it's not going to change as you're going. And another thing too I just thought of, with D mode, maybe not a lot of people know, but the engine braking is different for the different modes, correct? Exactly. In the different D modes, trail and crawl give you the max amount of engine braking we have available. Uh, but again, very smooth and predictable. We'll get into that in a second. But in sport, we actually reduce the amount of engine braking that we had. And how we do that is when you let off the throttle, the throttle's plates are going to actually close a little bit slower. So that's going to reduce the amount of engine braking you get from the engine in sport. We found that, again, coming hot into a turn and uh, you know, driving in a sportier way, you don't want quite as much engine braking from our system. So that was something you get with D-Mode as well. But all the time, we have the most consistent and natural feeling engine braking system because Think of the, this example. If you're going up a hill, then you start to crest the hill. When you get to the top, you let off the throttle. So engine speed's gonna start to come down. Wheel speed's gonna start to come up as you start to roll down the hill. Once engine speed uh, gets below wheel speed, in a traditional CVT system, they're gonna actually disengage. The engine or the CVT is gonna disengage from the engine and therefore disengage from the wheels, and it's gonna feel like it kind of popped into neutral, which can be really disconcerting and it's really inconsistent. Going back to, again, to the Grizzly 600 with the Ultramatic system, the one-way bearing or a Sprag clutch in our driveline, at that exact moment when wheel speed gets higher than engine speed, it re-engages the engine to the tires and provides a really smooth, consistent engine braking feel. So if you're in four-wheel drive, you're getting the max amount of engine braking at all times, really smooth, really consistent. Another great thing about our Ultramatic transmission, which, uh, let's get out of here, but with that, Sprag clutch with that constant belt tension. That means there's no slipping, there's no burning of the belt, which also means that we can provide a 10-year belt warranty, something that no other manufacturer can say that they can do. And I mean, you want to talk about confidence on the trail, even in these 999cc engines, I mean, that's, that's just amazing. Yeah, with this level of power, this level of uh, size of vehicle, everything's been upsized, but it really goes back to that core technology we came up with with the Grizzly 600, but everything's been upsized for the new Wolverine R-Max, and it provides, like you said, the next level as far as durability goes. It's unmatched. And the really great thing is you don't have to put it in low range. Some of those other vehicles, if you're gonna drive slowly or drive in a lot of steep terrain, now you may wanna be in low range. You're gonna use less throttle in those situations. You're gonna have more torque at the tires. But some of those other systems out there, if you don't put it in low range, you're gonna burn the belt up. With the Yamaha Ultramatic system, you can have it in high or low, and we have constant belt tension, so you don't have to put it in low range in those same situations. And the great thing too about our low range and the way that our shifter works, it's all a gated shifter. We have the parking brake lever. So what's the benefit of that? I love the open gate design. You really get to see what position the, the, th uh, the shift lever's in. And of course, it's very positive feeling. So you know when you put it in high, you know when you put it low, you look down, of course it's indicated on the meter, but you can feel it without even looking at the meter. So that exactly. makes a big difference. The engine and transmission mounting make a big difference for that too. So we're really focused on making that really um, have a positive shifting feel. Some of that comes from the engine and transmission mounting as well. Very solid. It doesn't get too much flex if the engine gets hot. Some of the rubber mounting system that we've put in there to reduce the amount of vibration that you feel. So if you make them too soft, you're going to get a lot of flex in the shift lever because the whole transmission could actually move in the chassis. So it's really solid. 
we found the right balance between the softness to reduce vibration, but the solid feel that we get, especially you're going to notice that through the shift lever. And when you're out there pulling stuff and we have 2,000 pound towing capacity in both these vehicles, 600 pound bed capacity. And that brings me to another thing too. So talk about your recreational load that you tested these vehicles with. Oh, good point. We really did focus. We found with our product planning group that people generally ran, they ran a loaded cooler, you know, full of stuff. And then of course a spare tire and maybe a spare tire mount, roughly about 150 pounds. So instead of focusing on the minimum load and the maximum load, you know, zero to 600, we really focused a lot of our suspension settings on that 150 pound load in the dumping cargo bed, which made a big difference when it came to maximizing comfort for what we found people are really gonna focus on. So again, all the suspension settings were set up that way. Of course, again, you can add 15 millimeters of preload to the shocks, or you can subtract 15 millimeters preload to the shocks, front and rear on the arm axes. So again, if you really wanna, you have a, a much higher load than that, or a lower load than that, but the wheelbase also made a big difference. Again, especially in steep technical terrain, when you have the load in the cargo bed, some of the other vehicles on the market, they don't have great contact to ground feeling. So we feel like with our suspension travel, with this wheelbase, which is 86.7 on the two seat, 90.2 on the four seat, a very good balance, and that actually helps your suspension, your contact to ground feeling, be really confidence inspiring in that rough technical terrain. And the great thing about the four seat too is that when you're getting into that tight stuff, you know, you can still have four occupants in there and you're not driving a limo around and trying to like, you know, squeeze around corners and just, you know, being super wide while you're out there. And obviously that was all by design. Yeah, our four seat concept is really unique and then it's a very balanced wheelbase like you talked about. Some of the other vehicles in the market, they are that kind of, they had that stretch limo feel, which isn't really useful on the East Coast. Uh, they work great on the West, uh, transitioning through that, that, long, that rough, faster terrain, but we found the R-Max 4, we found that balanced wheelbase, works really well on the west coast. A lot of those mountain trails in the, in the Rocky Mountain areas, decomposed granite, they get whooped out. They're not true tr traditional desert whoops, but they, it really is important to have the right length wheelbase. And then of course on the east coast, um, turning radius and pr steering precision, uh, cresting over uh, rises. If the wheelbase is too long, you end up turtled up on some of those situations. The 90.2 wheelbase worked really well, uh, providing great turning radius, but again, excellent terrain ability in some of that tighter, steeper, rockier terrain. And the great thing too about the R-Max as well is kind of like the X4 to where it's versatile. So you have the bed space in the back, even when the seats are fully back, and you can fit a full-size cooler for your waters in there, but it's also really simple just to move the seats forward. You flip up the seat, grab the latch in the back, scoot it forward and you're done. I mean, there's no other things to do other than just, you know, get your seat belts out and that's about it. Yeah, it, it transitions really quickly from two person to three person to four person. You get to pick uh, what position you want them in and it is very versatile in that way. Like you mentioned, the two inch receiver hitch with the 2000 pound capacity. Um, I love on the two seat, the 600 pound dumping cargo bed, it's gas assisted, it's got levers on both sides and it has welded tie down points that are welded to the frame of the cargo bed. So some of the other systems out there, if you're gonna use a ratcheting tie down, you really wanna sock down your stuff. Um, having the welded tie down points, some of those systems use like a, uh, a fender washer and through bolt. And if you use a ratcheting tie down, it really starts to deform the composite plastic yeah. beds. So having the welded tie down points, you can really get after it, really uh, latch down your stuff super hard, and it's gonna be really secure. And the great thing too with the dumping bed in the R-Max 2000, easy access to the engine. I know potential, 
people are potentially new to Yamaha and they always ask, you know, how, easy, how easily accessible is it to get to the belt? Well, I mean, if we have a 10-year belt warranty, it's realistically not something you need to worry about. So again, durability, reliability, second to none to say the least. Um, going back to the RMAX 2, talking about, well, as we say here, ingress, egress, but to everyone else, what does that really mean? Getting in and out of the vehicle. That's what ingress and egress means to us. And if anybody's familiar with our previous 2020 and earlier Yamaha Wolverine X2 and X4 models, they had this really great shoulder bolster that provided a really secure feeling and a lot of rough terrain, but we found that getting in and out of the vehicle was a little tight, especially for bigger folks. So what we really wanted to improve was getting in and out of the vehicle and the ease of getting in and out of the vehicle while still providing a nice secure feeling from the shoulder bolster. So we actually increased the opening by 63% and 33%, uh, upper and lower, for example. And one of the key reasons we did that was drastically opening uh, the door opening. By moving the door latch way back here, uh, it allowed the door that much more room. Of course, with the tilt steering, you have a lot of nice, uh, plenty of room to get in and out of the vehicle. I'm six feet tall, about 185 pounds. I found it really easy to get in and out and there was a big benefit for this new system. We also minimized the size or optimized the size of the shoulder bolster. We made it a little bit smaller. So again, we improved the ingress and egress or the, the opening area to get in and out of the vehicle, but it still provides you a nice secure feeling when you're in that rough terrain. So that was a big difference. Uh, and that of course carries over to our X2 and X4 models as well. So it's not just the RMAX that got that wider entryway and exit way. <laughs> right, for 2021 and later, the X2 and the X4 get those same increased openings uh, to getting in and out of the vehicle. Plus increased driver's seat adjustability as well as changes to the gas and brake pedals. Really big difference there. We added 12 millimeters of length, about a half inch of just pure leg room by moving the seat base that much farther back compared to the old X2 and X4. We also did a lot with the pedals and this probably made the biggest difference of all. We rotated the brake pedal and the throttle pedal down three degrees and four degrees. And we also increased their area and lengthened the pedals and widened the pedals. So what that did is we found, especially people that don't have very flexible ankles or there are some different body types, we found that they were gonna really benefit by changing the pedal position and changing the pedal size and length. So it's really smooth besides the D mode, which is a big benefit as well. Of course, crawl and trail, they're very responsive, but very smooth. But the pedal, the pedal shape and the pedal position made just as big a difference when it came to smoothing everything out and making a lot more people more comfortable. Again, over those longer rides, all day fatigue, you're gonna be drastically reduced with the new RMAX system. Those pedals were also included on the 2021 X4 and X2. Yeah, and I will say too, when we were out at Sand Hollow, driving for you know three days, just essentially driving three days straight, that was the greatest thing, is that you know as, as silly as it sounds, there was no foot fatigue, ankle fatigue, or anything like that at all. So it was just relaxing, enjoying the ride, and just going out there and having fun. It was awesome. And we really did focus, again, my size, but we also had a lot uh, shorter guys, a lot of taller folks, and really, again, try to cover as wide a range as possible, different body types, different sizes, to make it as comfortable as we could. Another great thing we were out at Sand Hollow, I know the guys were, uh, or the, the media, they were definitely putting these things to the test. And one of the things that they tested was the welded on rear wheel protectors. Great point. With the 64-inch width that the X4, um, the RMX4 and the RMX2 are, the tire sits outside the body a little bit. And like you mentioned at Sand Hollow, when you're in some of those really technical rock situations, you might fit through with the front wheels, but the rear tire may have made contact. 
And during development, this is going back to the Wolverine R-Spec with the 708 engine, we added something like this back then because the rear tire sat outside the, the body and you'd squeeze through two trees, for example, and then you'd make contact with that rear tire. And it was really disconcerting, really made you feel like, wow, I'm, I didn't feel good at all. So by adding this welded on rear, rear wheel protector, it made a huge difference of being able to pivot and slide around that terrain without making contact with the rear tire. And there is an accessory uh, guard that goes over that, but the standard position, it's exceptionally strong and provides a big benefit in that type of terrain. Yeah, as you can see, we would definitely have a lot of accessories in this vehicle here, which you know, in the future, on future episodes, we will unquestionably go over a lot of the accessories that we offer, over 100 so far, I believe, on the R-Max Wolverine lineup alone. Um, and yeah, we got A-arm guards, everything almost across the board. And with that, we even have on shopyamaha.com quick oil change kits. And that's with our uh, new Yamaloop uh, oils that we do offer, engine oils, but also, while we're speaking of that, the quick oil change kits, let's just talk about regular maintenance. Uh, okay. Let's pop the hood on the Wolverine R-Max here and, uh, and see what we think about that one. Yeah, we've got this really cool looking hood. We've got quarter turn fasteners with a couple of uh, rubber grommets and some spikes holding the, the hood on. There you go, Scott. Thank you. And you'll notice right here, we spent a lot of time, number one, keeping the radiator clean as well. There's some uh, guards that were added here that prevent the, rear, the front tires from actually roosting the radiator, whether it's from the front or the back, and keeps the radiator exceptionally clean. But of course, you've got nice, nice access here. If you do get mud in the radiator, you can clean it from here. And then there's actually holes in the fan shroud. So when you, when you push the water through, when you push the water through, you know, with a hose coming from here, you want somewhere for that mud to go. So there's actually holes in the fan shroud. So the mud has somewhere to go and slide through and get out of the radiator. Because of course, if you block, uh, airflow through the radiator, it's not going to work very well. So you've got great access here, but the mud has somewhere to go behind it. You'll notice here there's a lot of great things. Our Warren winch uh, controller right here, the battery. We try to keep this area very clean. Uh, it's a lot of the electron, all of our electrical components are marine grade electrical. We want to keep all those things very clean and uh, insulated from water and mud. Of course, that's technology we take from our marine group, the Yamaha board guys. Thank you very much. The air filter. We've got a brand new air box for this 1,000cc class machine. Uh, it's exceptionally strong and rigid as well. We wanted to really reduce intake noise. The shape of the air box and the strength of the air box, the rigidity of the air box, make a big difference when it comes to reducing intake noise. You can see this big uh, reusable oiled foam filter. Um, if for whatever reason you, you don't stay on top of your maintenance and dirt is going to pass through here, it's going to be tough to see in here, but you have access to a viscous paper filter. It's a secondary backup filter that's going to stop any of the dirt that may get through this if you don't maintain your, your primary filter from getting all the way into the engine, which makes a big difference as well. Yeah, I mean, that also comes to, again, durability, reliability of the vehicle, going that extra mile to make sure that your vehicle's not going to fail on you for something like a, having only a paper filter inside there because if paper get fil filter gets wet, you can't use it anymore. Exactly. I mean, you can wring out a foam filter, get re reuse it, of course, but if it gets wet, you can wring it out, dry it out, and get back to the truck, get back to camp. It's going to make a big difference there. I think it's a key component for most off-road vehicles. Uh, one thing you'll notice in here, you've got the EPS ECU or the power steering ECU. We didn't talk too much about it, but our power steering system 
we really focus on not necessarily having the lightest steering. We want to have, of course, light steering, but we want to have a, a good amount of positive feedback from the trail. You want to feel what's happening with the tires. You want to feel what's happening with the terrain. Well, of course, reducing negative feedback. The kickback you get when you hit that tree root, when you hit the rock, the power steering system is going to do a great job of insulating you from that, really minimizing or damping that feel, uh, but of course, lightening the steering effort in a lot of other situations as well. So both speed and torque sensitive. That's right. Speed and torque sensitive power steering system. The brain for that is right there. The brain for our IQS system is right here. And then of course, this is the amplifier for, uh, since this is an LE model, it's got the SSV audio system right here. You can see the overflow bottle for the radiator. And then it's got the mounts for a lot of the accessory integration that we have as well. The mounts for the washer fluid bottle, if you were to run the glass windshield, that's gonna be right, mount right there. You've got access to the radiator right there behind this little access panel. And then lastly, one thing we'll point is the speed management system. Something we started with the uh, 850 Wolverines, especially it's important for uh, rental operations or people that are gonna lend their vehicle to a friend or family member that may not have the same level of experience as you do. Um, you put it in this position where the turtle is, pull the key, and it'll only go up to 25 miles per hour. Now, one nice thing about the YCT, YCCT system is it's gonna slow everything down and just stop the throttle plates from opening. It's not gonna be a hard rev, um, hard ignition cut. It's not gonna stutter or sputter. It's just gonna stop accelerating at 25 miles per hour. The other great thing is you have all of the engine power available up to that. So if you are pulling a trailer, if you are working with this vehicle, uh, you know, from a, a local municipality or something like that, and they're working with the vehicle, they get 100% of their power up to 25 miles per hour. Seamless. You can remove the keys. So you don't have to worry about that, as well as it shows on your, uh, your digital meter, correct? That's right. Okay, cool. One uh, other thing you might notice right here is this trough is uh, there for windshield integration. We've got three different polycarbonate windshields. We can get into that, like you said, in the next episode, but that's where this trough provides a great sealing surface and also great stability for the windshield not to flex too much. Um, at the lower, when you're in rougher terrain, some of the vehicles that don't have that type of feature, you can watch the, uh, the windshield really move back and forth, and this provides a great support for that, so that doesn't happen. CVT intake? That's where the CVT in intake is right here, right behind this. Exceptional amount of protection against splash. The CVT exhaust is right on top of the motor, so very high. And uh, basically, if, if you're in water, uh, up to the seats, you're good to go. Um, you know, of course, the owner's manual tells you don't get into water, up, you know, halfway up the tires, but you can know the CVT intake is way up here on the intake side, on the exhaust side, right above the motor. <laughs> I think you, you made a great point there. Is don't forget, guys, you have your owner's manual. Always recommend that you read that. There's a lot of information in there. I mean, just with this, the overall functions and features of the vehicle, not to mention all the, the specs when they come stock and everything, too. Um, one other thing about the CVT, it does a, has a cooling effect as it's going through as well, correct? Absolutely. One thing that's important, again, for a CVT, you know, we have the benefit of having a centrifugal clutch inside the motor. So we're not relying on as much as some of the other systems as getting as much cooling air. Some of them really focus on just making their belt stronger and keep maximizing and adding the amount of airflow through their CVT systems. With the centrifugal clutch in the Yamaha system, that all rides in end oil which really takes all that abuse. That constant belt tension we get from the Ultramatic system 
doesn't require that much airflow. So we don't have to keep making our belt stronger and keep increasing our airflow. This has an excellent amount of airflow and of course a really strong belt that's been upsized for the RMAX compared to anything we've ever made before, but we don't rely on it nearly as much as some of the other systems out there. Cool, all right. Well, let's see, so we covered Ultramatic, we covered on-command, D-mode, IQS, QS3, covered tires and wheels, covered the winch. Speak to the oil cooler. Notice there's an oil cooler in front of the radiator. Again, oil temperature is a really important part of maximizing your durability. So again, with that Yamaha legendary durability we've always had, we wanted to maintain that. This, and we're making a lot of power, which of course makes a lot of heat. We need an oil cooler to maintain that good oil temperature, maintain our oil durability, uh, and keep those uh, oil and filter changes uh, in a nice regular spot. Awesome. Have very durable, massive A-arms on these things too, to say the least. Yeah, you guys may have noticed from the teaser that we showed, ah, uh, yes. there was something called the cam drum. A lot of people thought, hey, they're running that vehicle on a dyno, why would they show us that? That's our cam drum system down at YMMC, and that is an extremely brutal test. It's running the tires, it's actually even harsher than a lot of the terrain that we put it through, no matter how rough and how fast it is, you know, it's, it's essentially a, a steel parking curb welded to a dyno drum and it's incredibly tough. And that's why these A-arms are as beefy and as uh, burly as we've ever put on any vehicle in the past, especially in the rear. It's exceptionally strong and that took a lot of work from our design team and they did a great job of making this vehicle. How do you notice that from a, not necessarily from a durability standpoint, from a, from a quality and comfort standpoint, it's extremely quiet. You don't feel the vehicle flexing or creaking or squeaking or clunking very much. Um, some of the other vehicles out there, again, they might have comfortable suspension, but you're going to feel all that clunking, that driveline and that chassis really moving around, and this vehicle is exceptionally quiet, really solid feeling, and that gives people a lot of confidence. And with one of the media rides, one of the guys, I mean, he was a full-on rock bouncer, and that was kind of one of the first things that he noticed is that it was a legit setup. You know, it's beefed up. It's pretty much ready to go right out of the box, and that's because it is proven off-road. I mean, I, I remember when I first came out of the Yamaha, just not to go into a little diatribe here, but... I thought the coolest job ever to be the testing guy and all that stuff. And then I hear some stories and what this guy does, like, eh, I think I'll stick what I'm doing instead. So they definitely put these things to rigorous tests, again, to make sure they're proven off-road for you. Yeah, we are really excited about the durability of this vehicle. You know, that story made me think of something. Uh, when we were talking about D-Mode and the YCT, YCCT system, one interesting thing that happened when we first were doing the X4 and the X2, which does have the YCCT, YCCT system, but it doesn't have the D modes yet, was how quickly people in a side-by-side -side vehicle actually open the throttle. You know, the D mode system was actually developed with the R1, our super sport motorcycle. You know, you've got uh, rain mode, track mode, you know, different tires, different track situations, different street situations you may look for from, from your motorcycle. And we figured, how can we want any more response than that? But what we found was, what you do with your foot is actually faster than what you do, even on a super sport motorcycle, opening the throttle as quickly as possible with your hand, you do it much faster with your foot. So the stepper motor that was developed for the side-by-side -side vehicles is faster than any Yamaha vehicle out there. So how the stepper motor is used to open the throttle bodies, and these R-Maxes have the fastest stepper motor that we've ever put in any Yamaha vehicle. Again, all thanks to the Yamaha chip-controlled system, or Yamaha chip-controlled technology, also known as YCCT, YCCT there, that gives us a speed management system, the D mode, 
and all the other great features. Um, so aggressive new front ends obviously to the R-Max as well. New lighting, we have the driving lights as well as the additional high-low beams below it. As you can see here, you can add additional pod lights on top of it, which I believe have mounts and everything already set to go. That's right. On the, the LE and the XTR models, you've got mounts for two pod lights on each side. The base models come with a mount for one pod light on each side. What you might notice there, there's a different angle on that, in, that inside pod light. We found that was going to be really effective kind of as a rock light. You can actually angle that in a little bit or angle it out, I should say, to provide some extra visibility uh, in those rock situations, in low light situations. And one thing we're not going to be able to show you right here is all of the two seat and the four seat models have reverse lights, whether it's base model, XTR, or LE. They all have LED reverse lights when you put the vehicle in reverse, which is a nice advantage that's really not done in the market right now. Yeah, definitely class exclusive there. And then when you are driving at night, it's just that added assurance that when you're backing up, you can see everything, and whether it's in front of you, behind you, what have you. And uh, I mean, just a great feature to have. Yeah, one thing you might notice is the R-Max 4 actually has a 29-inch staggered tire setup. We didn't talk about that before. We talked about the R-Max 2 having those new uh, Maxxis Carnivore 30-inch square setups. Why did we go with a 29-inch staggered setup on the R-Max 4? With the slightly longer wheelbase, it's about a 3.5-inch longer wheelbase than the R-Max 2. We really wanted to make sure we maintain light steering. The guy, um, the person who's going to drive the R-Max 4, they're looking for, again, a very light steering character, but of course, great traction in the rear. So by having a narrower front and a wider rear tire, we found the best balance with this particular chassis between um, steering precision, steering comfort, sliding consistency and traction with the R-Max 4. We went with the 29-inch staggered setup. It's still an A-ply rated radial. We've got a Maxxis Carnage, which is Yamaha exclusive. The sidewall, we really focused on sidewall comfort. It may look exactly like the YXZ uh, XTR model tire we had last year, but the sidewall construction is a little bit different. We we're looking for a lot of comfort. That tire will be added to the YXZ uh, because we found so much advantage to that sidewall construction on the R-Max 4. The base model R-Max 4 is going to have a GBC Dirt Commander 1 or original which again is eight ply rated, staggered setup, provides great intermediate level traction in a wide variety of terrain, just like the Carnage, but just in a different, a different style. Gotcha. Yeah, and then the, the Dirt Commander 2.0s are on which on the, models? On the RMAX 2, on the base models, you get the Dirt Commander 2.0, eight ply rated radial. Again, great balance of traction, intermediate level. Um, let's roll one out right here. Okay, perfect. And actually, while we're doing that too, just to remind you guys, we're about to do a live Q&A. Um, before we even get started on the live Q&A, just want to preface, I know that you probably want to peek around a few corners here because we're in our testing facility and you want to see what they have going on, but as always, we can't speak to future hypothetical products. So please start to fire off your questions. I'm about to uh, log in here quick and uh, we'll, we'll get to answering them. But yeah, first tell us about these Dirt Commander 2.0s. Yeah, still a 30-inch square setup for the RMX 2. You can see compared to the, um, if you guys are familiar with the GBC Dirt Commander 1, there's uh, a lot more sidewall lugs in a different position on this new 2.0. Again, provides a great amount of sidewall traction in muddy ruts, things like that. You can put the side of the tire up against that muddy rut and help pull you through. Um, same size, same benefit as far as convenience goes. And that square tire setup, not directional. You can run it any which way you want. Great durability, great sidewall comfort as well, but really focused on that steering precision and traction in a wide variety of terrain. 
Nate Pendergraft, hello to you as well. I know all the abbreviations tell me about it. Sometimes it gets a little too much, so we try to at least you know, explain through YCCT and, and all that fun stuff as well, but glad that you joined us to say the least. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about here? Um, the adjustable uh, seatbelt, that's new for us. Excellent, yeah. We've got a new seatbelt system from IMMI. It's got six positions, and it, what's especially important on the four-seater is it's six-position adjustable in all four corners. Some of the other four-seat vehicles out there, even despite the fact that you might have those smaller persons in the back seats, they don't put seatbelt uh, anchor point adjustments on the rear seats for some reason. But with Yamaha, the RMAX 4, we've got those six positions. They're adjustable with no tools. There's 20 millimeter increments. You just move it up and down like that. And then of course it's got an elastic anchor. So when the seatbelt does lock, especially in rougher terrain, you've got a nice cushioned feel there. It doesn't give you that, uh, that sore spot in your collarbone uh, that some of the old systems might give you. So that makes a big difference as well. Oh, did we talk about the passenger grab handle? Oh, that's a good point. All right. On the RMAX and RMAX 2, we've got a new unique passenger grab, hold, grab handle. It's adjustable with the lever right here on the right side that you reach in, just actuate it. It's got 95 millimeters of adjustment, four millimeter increments, uh, four millimeter steps in between there. And what's really special about it is, of course, we want it to be comfortable. We want it to be really solid as well. We don't want it to rattle around. We really focused on making it smooth and comfortable as far as adjustment goes. But you'll notice the unique shape came from our watercraft group. The shape of these uh, grips, they're rubber overmolded. They're angled down a little bit. Again, we found that it fit a wide variety of people, short people, tall people. Um, it made a big difference for maintaining comfort over long rides. One thing we didn't talk about either was the actual um, footrest positions. We, Yamaha, we've always prided ourselves on having the most comfortable high traction footrests and they're angled properly. And what does that do? Why should they be angled? Especially in the back, it makes a big difference. Some of the other vehicles out there with a longer wheelbase, they might have a longer or more foot room for the rear passengers, but they're gonna be flat and they're gonna be a little bit slippery. So what that does is you really can't plant your feet all day riding, trying to keep comfort over a long period of time. You actually use your legs to support your upper body. You can relax your upper body, whether you're in the front seat or the rear seat. It makes a big difference being able to enjoy yourself and be really comfortable and reduce fatigue by having a nice, solid, angled, high traction footrest where you can use your legs, which are the strongest part of your body, to relax your upper body and uh, really have a nice, more, uh, more enjoyable day. The dead pedal position on the driver and passenger sizes, sides are also really important, again, to maintain comfort over the course of the day. Corbett Jones, appreciate the compliment. Um, Ryan Deering, your comment about the square tire setup, you know, with rotating tires and everything, these are non-directional, correct? Correct. On the RMAX 4, they're not directional. So one thing, you know, of course you, you should have the right size, but you can always run a front on a rear. If you do get in a bind in an emergency situation, you can always run, run the front tire on the back. Uh, we do sell an accessory 30-inch square tire setup for the RMAX 4s uh, that are terrain specific from EFX, um, the Moto MTC, the Moto Claw, and the Moto Hammer. Hard terrain, intermediate, and then soft terrain with the Moto MTC. But you can always run a front on the back if you're in a bind. Thank you. Anthony Williams, uh, he wants to know, can you get into details on the new 999cc engine? Is it from MotoGP? Which, 
based off of our 850, but essentially all new. It's an all new engine, uh, like you said, based off the 850. One thing that is uh, a little bit related to MotoGP is the cross-plane 270 degree crank concept. So in MotoGP, what that did, I mean, going back a few years, but what was really important about that is maintaining traction and controlling torque and how the torque rises. It's really important on a MotoGP bike. It's less important in a side-by-side, -side, but that 270 degree crank uh, rotation really does, or firing order, really does maintain a smooth traction feel. The torque rises are very manageable. And besides D-Mode, besides Ultramatic, that also provides a unique sound as well. Our engines sound really good. We spent a lot of time on this muffler. This muffler is unique. It's got an extra resonance chamber because we want a really deep tone, but we want it to sound throaty when you're on the gas. So off the gas, nice and quiet, on the gas, deep and throaty. Yeah, to say the least. Deb Burton, appreciate the shout out there too. Brian Cutler, um, yes, so the, he wants to know hip and leg room for a driver on RMAX. So again, it is increased for a driver. I don't know if you know the specs off the top of your head, but. I don't know the specs off the top of my head besides the rear, the seat base being moved back uh, 12 millimeters compared to the previous X4 and X2. Um, but I don't know the exact uh, dimensions when it comes to compared to the X2 and X4 actual inch wise. Gotcha. Tar Heel Trailblazer, greatly appreciate you coming out and, uh, and driving the vehicles there, no doubt about it. Let's see, what else we got here? They're coming in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have all, so actually that's a great point. ShopYamaha.com. I know that a lot of people, they like to put aftermarket tires and wheels on them, but the accessories that we have on here, that's not just stuff that we ordered from a catalog per se and slapped on ourselves. That's stuff that they're doing testing on as well, correct? And that way we know that there's a fit and finish and something they're going to trust. I'm glad you brought that up because that really is a unique thing. Again, we've spent tons and tons, a uh, huge amount of hours on the OE tires and wheels, and these are the best packages we've ever had when it comes from Maxxis and GBC. But we know that some people are just gonna want something different. They, wanna, they want it to look like they want it to look, look a little different. So we partnered with Fuel Wheels. Uh, you can get a beadlock or a non-beadlock. And like I said, those three different terrain specific tires. But what was important about that is like you mentioned, we see it on the forums all the time. People wanna know, you know, what's the best tire for me? And is it gonna work? What offset, what width, what size is gonna be ideal for me? And of course, we wanted to spend a, a bunch of time making sure that if you buy this tire and wheel package from us, it's the right offset. It's gonna fit, it's gonna provide the type of handling character and feedback from the vehicle. Um, you're gonna spend $1,500 to $2,000 on some of these tire and wheel packages. And if you buy these setups through us, you're gonna, it's gonna meet your expectations when it comes to the kind of traction it gives you in those terrains, and of course the handling character you get from the tire and wheel package. Perfect, and yeah, I mean, everything fitting, I think is just the fact that we, again, know that you guys are spending your hard-earned money on this. There's no better way of just getting the accessory that you want, having it fit perfectly on your vehicle too. I mean, even like the windshield there, there's the seal at the top, there's the seal at the bottom, and yet it's super easy to clamp on with just four clamps on the side. When you want to fold it down on the folding one, you just have the two straps that come down. I mean, it's just so simple to do. Yeah, you know that, um I know it's not necessarily related to the windshield, but one thing that was really important was visibility. We, we've always had great visibility with our vehicles. We feel like the way the fenders are, and especially the way the sun top integration is, when you're going down a steep hill and looking up at the next steep uphill, we have the best upward visibility of anything out there. That was really important as well. 
Um, of course, over the front visibility is important. Great mud protection. Um, you know what, it jogged my memory too about the differences between the two and the four seat. There is a difference in the primary CVT clutch weight. We've got yes. an 18 gram weight and a 20 gram, 20 gram weight on the four seat. Um, it's a little bit, it's gonna be a little bit smoother, a little bit more of a lower RPM in the same situation between the four seat and the two seat. The two seat's gonna be a little bit more responsive. That is uh, something you can easily change if you really want to. Um, it's a very cost effective change too. If you want a little bit more of a higher RPM response from your four seat, you can throw the 18 gram weights in from the two seat. It's gonna uh, perk it up a little bit. Yeah, perfect. Um, Brian Baker, um, actually we did touch on this a little bit earlier, but I know it's never a bad thing if we enforce it. How does the belt life compare to the Polaris General? Also, how easy is it to replace the belt? Again, if you look uh, behind me, Yamaha 10-year belt warranty. I mean, we got it covered for you for 10 years. Check out the details and everything on the link. But again, proven off-road, we're super durable. Our Ultramat trans transmission allows that as well. Um, another question for Mr. Jeb Burton. Speed. Just about 70 miles per hour, top speed. Um, you know, depends on, of course, the conditions, but about 70 miles per hour for the two seat and the four seat. Very nice. All right, well, yes, uh, pre-wired accessories plugs. Thank you, Clayton Wyatt. So we have the pre-wired uh, piggybacks, I guess you'd call them, that are behind the, the knockouts there in the dash? Yeah, there's five pre-wired pre uh, pigtails, if you will. You can also buy an accessory pigtail. If you if you buy some other random aftermarket accessory, you can buy the our, our wired pigtail so you can plug into. There's five of them already there behind the firewall. Perfect. And Chad Brennan, thanks for pointing that out there. Um, people are asking about the space underneath one of the seats and that's where the second battery heater, subwoofer goes and everything there as well, correct? That's right. You can run all those things, um, but that's where they that's where they reside is under the seats. Perfect. All right. Well, I think we're coming up on the, uh, the end of the show here. Thank you, everyone, sincerely for your comments. Thanks for joining us. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Pat, thank you very much for, uh, for joining us as well and doing the full run-through. Any last uh, things you want to say to our audience here? Well, again, we really appreciate you guys being Yamaha customers or being interested in the new R-Maxes because we are really proud of them. We are really excited, and we feel like they're the new benchmarks for performance, providing comfort, capability, and confidence. There we go. All right, guys. Thanks, you all. Thanks, and hope you all join us on the next one. Sorry about a little technical difficulties at the beginning, but we're here for you. Please, if you would, let us know what you think in the comments. Um, where we want to go on future episodes, you know, let us know what you guys want to see. What else you want us to do? We'll be more than happy to do that for you. Have any questions? Feel free to reach out. Um, we're follow us on social: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok. Pretty much, you know, we're there. We're everywhere. Check us out on the web, shopyamaha.com for all of accessories and our Yamalube, yamahaoutdoors.com for all of our proven off-road lineup. And um, yes, thank you again for joining us. Hope to see you on the trail soon. Take care, everyone. Thanks.